Aloha, how's it? What's good, y'all? This is the Soul Brother here. Before I get started on this one titled Gone Too Soon, I want to send my condolences um, out uh, to the Jones and the Sears family. And um, this one here is for E. So since we last chatted, friends, um, a lot has happened in life. I know I normally will do um, uh, podcasts a couple few times a week, but I got some news that um, that just it rocked it rocked my world uh, just a bit. Um, uh, there was uh, there was a young man who I knew through some family friends, and um, when I lived in Kansas many many years ago. Um, his father, and may God rest his soul. He was, uh, he kind of looked out for me, you know, um, and um, if anybody was messing with me, then he had my back, you know. He was a big old dude. He was like, kind of like the size of Debo, looked a lot like Terry Crews, um, but he was a real good dude, you know, and um, a real good dude. So, so he had a son. Um, and so naturally, you know, when the father was looking out for me as the son was a starting uh, to come of age, then I looked out for him. You know, um, it was almost like I had a son. Um, and for all intents and purposes, um, uh, we'll call him E. Um, his name was Etrick Jones II. I always called him E. And um, I kind of tried to mentor him there for a while. He was in he was in high school. You know, he was he was in the wrong crowds I hear or there. He's a good kid. He just he was around the wrong folks, you know. So and I would always try to help him, you know, and steer him right. I mean, he practically, like I said, he was one of my kids. I took care of him. I'd see him out. I'd give him some money. i say, hey, what's up? i sit there. I'd talk with him. You know, his life was important to me because he has so much potential. He was super athletic. He was into Taekwondo, good basketball player, fast, very fast, you know, and um, he had a good head on, on his shoulders, you know. But uh, like all of us in our teenage years, you know, we are heavily influenced by our peers and, um, and we may hop and dive into the wrong things, you know, and he was no exception, but he was a bit different in that he knew what he was doing. And, you know, for me, I could see him constantly trying to always do the right thing. And so naturally, as uh, as time progressed, you know, he started like uh, to get in like to all kind of things that that were not good for him. And, you know, he fell into the wrong, he fell into the wrong rut in life. And um, he had some he had some downs, but he also had some ups, you know, when he had his first kid. Uh, with his girlfriend, um, 
I remember talking to him. He was so scared. And I told him, I said, yo, listen, I said, regardless of what you're going through, it's not about you no more. It's about that little life. So you have to make sure that you put it in perspective. You know, and we chatted for a while. And I took him out to eat. And he just kept asking me questions. And he was just, you know, really interested in understanding, you know, how. And I told him, I said, you know, it's uh, it's not easy. Well, it seems easy. It looks easy. You see people do it. There's a lot of work that you got to do just to make it feel easy. Like for everybody else, right? And I said, that's what the man's role is, you know. No disrespect to women, but I mean, as a man, you're supposed to step up and be there for your family and do whatever it is that you need to do, period. There's a lot of single parents out there, women and men both, you know, and so that's just the expectation because if you don't do that, who else is going to do it? One, two, the child needs a healthy upbringing. So that chat with with, um, uh, E was like, it's like I could kind of see a light bulb and it came on and he just flourished after that. I mean, he just, he owned it, you know, and um, he's like the rest of us. He's not perfect. He made mistakes, but you know what? The one thing I can say about him is that he loved life. He loved him. He may not have loved his circumstances, but he was a fighter. Um, and no matter what, even if he would get knocked back, he would still get back up and keep going. And I got a lot of respect for that boy. You know, um, a lot of kids, a lot of people would just give up. But he didn't. He didn't. Um, when I found out that uh, Edric had passed away, I was. My mom told me because uh, my mom knew, you know, everything that I used to do for him and and um, and how close I was to him. Uh, he was like my little brother, literally. I would call him little brother. And um, it's just, it's hard. It's shocking. I mean, he's gone too soon. You know, like the old saying that uh, your kids aren't supposed to die before you. You know, that's kind of what it feels like is I lost a good part of my soul. While I do have my biological kids, right? I swear to you, he was just like one of them. And no matter what he knew, whenever I saw him, he knew I was going to say something. Not necessarily try to pick at him, but I was always going to try to help him, you know, because that's something that I didn't always have. Um, And so, and that's something that he wanted me to do for him. I remember him saying, you know, help me out, man, because sometimes I don't know what to do. I said, bet. I said, you know, it takes a grown man to say that. Right. And um, God, I just like it's hard. I just I can't picture him not here. He's goofy. He's funny. Always, always got something smart ass to say. Always got something smart ass to say. Right. Whenever we would play basketball. Right. He he would get competitive as hell with me. <laughs> I used to love it. Um, he was like that. He's kind of like, like for all of my basketball heads, he was like the Patrick Beverly of any situation. 
just a gnat, just always there, no matter what, talking to you. Just he always got something to say to you. He pushing you, you know, right? But on the other side of the coin, he wanted to get better. He wanted that opportunity, you know. And uh, and little homie, you know, the opportunity that you have in front of you now is big. You know, uh, you're with the creator. And you're at home and you're at peace. And um, you're definitely going to be sorely missed, homeboy. I just, you are. Because like I, I mean, not only was he a friend, but he was like my son. I mean, I just always, always cared about him, no matter what. And there was a span of time where we didn't talk like for, for I don't know, maybe a couple few months. And he hits me up and we're chatting. And it's just like, you know, it's just like, okay, are we picking up by where we left off, right? Because he knew that I always, always left my door open, no matter what he was going through, right? No matter what. And there were times where uh, he called on me and he was hurting. I said, yo, listen, let's do this right quick. Let's get you back right, you know? And we would get him back right again, you know? So um, he leaves behind. I believe he has a couple kids. Um, I just... Uh, it's just, I just, you know, to see, it's like, yeah, they're just not supposed to go before you. Your kids, your kids, young ones, children are not supposed to die before you. And it's not a law. It's, it's not a rule. It's an unspoken, unwritten law. But when it happens, it's just so impactful. You know, it makes you really stop and ponder where you are in your existence in life, you know, because this is not guaranteed. And a lot of us get, <clears throat> we get very comfortable. We get very comfortable inside of our everyday ruts and whatnot, but make, make no mistake about it. You know, um, there's nothing comfortable about life. While you may want to swim and money and in material items that it doesn't necessarily it doesn't it doesn't really help you that means nothing yeah you can get it all while you're here right but when a but when a human life leaves this earth especially a young one it just it grabs at you it gnaws at you and it's been gnawing at me all week you know, I was going to do my regular podcast on Monday and I just couldn't. Wednesday came around. I couldn't. I said, you know, I have to do something. Um, you know, I just, you know, up for Virginia and Stephanie, I love y'all. There's just no words. You know, if y'all ever need anything, you already know what to do. Um, you got my mom's there. and You got me always. I just... It's rough, you know. I mean, he left behind a lot of people that loved him. You know. Um, such a talent. You know, and. Um, you know, and I think the hardest part of it is, is because I'm a father. You know, I can't imagine. The imaginable, which is, which is the un imaginable which is like you leave 
your kids behind without an understanding or knowing of who you are and where to go, you know, um, and that's the thing that I really pray for is I pray for guidance for his little ones, um, you know, and the mother of their uh, children and, you know, just to continue to keep his name, um, his legacy, him in uh, their hearts, uh, the children's hearts always don't let them forget him. You know, um, yeah, it's just, it's hard. I mean, I really love that boy. No matter how nutheaded uh, he would get with me, sassy, talk back, you know, I just, I always loved him because, you know, he would always come around. But he was just a good kid. And while he did do things that he wanted to do, he always knew what was right and he always kept it real. And like a lot of us, he just struggled with trying to get out of that that rut. It's not fair to him. He didn't have enough time, Lord. You know, I know that uh, your way is not always understood, but this is hard, you know. When we take young ones off this earth and we send them home, it kind of just shakes us here, you know. Like, we don't really know what to what to do or what to think about it. I mean, of course, we'll ensure that his legacy will remain and we'll keep him in our good memories and never forget about him and talk about him. You know, it's just the kids. Those kids, you know, when I lived in Newton, uh, Kansas, and when I first I met Etrick, I met Etrick through his grandmother. I saw him playing basketball. And, you know, he was just raw. Like, he, he could play, but he didn't have the fundamentals down, right? So he kind of took a liking to me. I took a liking to him. I started helping him out. He would ask me questions. Next thing you know, it's like a full-on. He knew, he knew uh, my family, my kids. Um, you know, and next thing is he's just like, he's a part of the family, the extended family. Um, and my mom, who's still there, would always see him. I always send messages back this way. I'd send messages his way if if I hadn't uh, heard from him, you know. And and um, so the thing about it is, you know, he really wanted to get better at basketball. He was a football player, like straight up <clears throat> track. He was fast. So... I used to help him and work on the fundamentals, but at the same time, I used to coach him in life. Because I told him, I said, you know, you gotta look at uh, basketball like life. You can't just, you can't just start off and do something. You know, you have to sit and think about a plan, how you're going to try to live and attack it, right? Um, and make sure that, you know, the plan that you have is feasible, that it makes sense, not just in the grand scheme of things, but for you. Life needs to be challenging, but it doesn't need to be hard, right? And, but you constantly need to keep moving forward. And so just like he was with Taekwondo and, and uh, sports, you know, he was a good student, which is funny because, you know, if you knew Etrick, you know, you knew sometimes he could just be hard-headed, but it's like he had an insatiable appetite, like to get better. That whatever it was that, that he did, 
right? And I just remembered that that but when we hit it off, it was like he used to come through to the house. And um, it got to the point where he was like, hey, hey, big homie. I was like, yeah, what's going on, man? He's like, hey, um, you know, remember that place you took me to? I was like, what place? He's like, the place we went to go eat at? He loved cheddar. I was like, I think so. And I used to play stupid. He was like, you know what I'm talking about. I was like, nah, you're going to have to refresh my memory. And I'm like, uh, where are we going? He's like, that place, that place, that place that has the fish tanks and, and all that stuff. And shout out to Cheddar's down in, in Wichita. That's the lick, man. It's good stuff. And and that was his thing. He wanted to go there. I would take him there. We just talk about life. Like for a kid his age to be at at that time, uh, he was he was a a teenager. He was in he was in high school. Um, you know, he was really, really, really he was really interested in just life and how he could try to to use it to his advantage. But he just, he didn't have all of the pieces to the puzzle. And I told him, I said, the biggest piece of the puzzle that you need is patience. I said, with anything, I said, you just can't rush into something. <clears throat> you know, you have to, you have to um, uh, think it out and lay out your plan, then methodically slowly try to attack stuff. So we started talking about that, and then, you know, we got to talk about basketball, as always. And the correlation, he made it, and he was like, oh. I literally saw him overnight. He went from being just a fast-paced person now to being more cerebral in his approach, like to pretty much basketball, sports, anything. And I told him, I said, if you take that same stance, I said, there's going to be times where you want to fall short, and you want to do you know, like uh, you want to fall into peer pressure or go do the wrong thing. Like, hey, listen, you're human. But just remember, everyone has a bad day. Doesn't mean that it has to be a bad life. You get back on it. You make the little switcheroo, get back like to what you know, and you do that damn thing. And I can honestly say that he did that, you know, and I'm proud of him like for doing that because he went through a lot. It wasn't easy for him. But a lot of that adversity that he took, you know, he took that and he used that as energy to try to make changes in his life. And to be honest, folks, that's really what you got to do. You know, a lot of us need to be more like Etrick. You know, um, while it may not be easy for us, uh, we have to consistently keep looking up, stay positive, keep fighting, keep pushing. Don't give up. Right? Because as soon as you give up, and you give in, and it's over for you, right? Um, life is hard. It's hard enough already. Mentally, you, you got to stay strong. That's where it all matters. Um, and even and even everything now, like with his death, mentally, uh, for those of us who are who he left behind, we got to be mentally tough. We got to be strong for his family, for his kids, right? Uh, we have to continue to do what we know is right in the best interests, like for them, but also celebrating his life. Because my little brother lived a great life. While it was short, unfortunately, he lived a great life. And Etrick, just so that you know, man, I know we hadn't had uh, uh, chatted in a couple few months, but I miss you, man. I can't believe it. I can't believe that you're gone, but I love you. I miss you, man. And um I know you're looking down on us, 
So just uh, continue to uh, provide uh, your guiding arms of protection on your family. And may the Lord put his guiding arms of protection around you. And we'll, and, uh, we'll meet again, for sure. We definitely will meet again. Um, you're just gone too soon, man. You're just gone too soon. And um, I'm going to miss you. I know your mom, Dukes, and grandma, and all your kinfolk. I know everybody also uh, is going to miss you, too. You were unique, man. And I mean that in a good way. You were just unique. You were you. And that's what we loved about you, man. Your personality was something that just can't be replaced. But the memories that you left behind, we, we will remember them. Don't doubt that. And folks, you know, you got kids, hug them, spend time with them, love them. I got uh, my kids in town this weekend. And while uh, we crack a lot of jokes, <laughs> a lot of jokes, and, and when we have fun, we make fun of each other. They know I love them. There's nothing that I wouldn't do because tomorrow's not promised. So remember that your life is not as important as theirs, giving them the foundation of love and support, encouragement. That's what they need. Etrick had a lot of that. And uh, we should continue to not, not be upset. While I know uh, we're upset now and we're all uh, grieving or we're going to grieve, he's in a better place. Um, that's easier said than done right now. I know in a lot of our hearts, but he is. And we got to remember that. Um, and to the family, the Sears family, the Jones family, again, I got y'all. I love y'all, and uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But um, I think I'm going to sign off. Uh, I'll get back on, on, the, on the grind for sure, but, you know, I just had to take, I just had to take some time. It just had to soak in. I just, I still can't believe it that he's gone. Um, but, you know, the reality is, is that he may be physically gone, but spiritually he's right here next to me, looking at me, making fun of my hair because I didn't brush my hair today, um, you know, or calling me old because I got just extra gray hairs and and wanting to go take me one-on-one -on, -one on the basketball court, you know. I could see him sitting right here talking trash right now to me. That's just how he, I know him. <laughs> I know him, but he knows I miss him, I love him. And, um, yeah, so. But a, a couple of updates, like, for y'all. So, um, so I've been revamping the website, so it's still kind of a work in progress, so. In the interim, you know, definitely continue to check out, you know, all the places uh, where I stream, Apple, Google, Anchor FM, uh, Amazon, uh, Spotify, and uh, hopefully I'll have this site up in a week or two, just trying to kind of improve the image a bit. You know, I had to go through some things, so I had to, I kind of had to scale back there for a while, but now everything is kind of okay. So I kind of was like, hey, I wanted to have a site that I could be proud of that would be appeasing uh, to look at, you know, so I definitely will keep on cranking out content, majority podcast, but I am going to do some writings 
Uh, I'll do some video casts. Um, most definitely, you know, so, and we'll get back on that damn thing. So, um, and down below, soulbrother.com, S-O-U-L-B-R-A-D-D-A.com, down at the bottom, that's social media. You can also find links on where to listen to me. I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate the support uh, and keep it going. Much love. Um, and I'll holler at y'all next time. It's the Soul Brother. So stay so full, so real, and so ready. Soul Brother. Aloha, how's it? What's good, y'all? This is the Soul Brother. I just wanted to say that I sincerely appreciate your continued interest and support and not just my podcast and blog, but also my movement and life as well. If you're interested in keeping up to date with me, check me out on soulbrada.com. That's S-O-U-L-B as in boy, R-A-D as in dog, D as in dog, A.com. At the bottom of the page, there's a subscribe to receive updates from the Soul Brother. Click it, provide your email address, subscribe. If you're looking up for my podcast, I got you. You can check me out on Anchor FM, Amazon, Apple, Google, and Spotify anytime. You can find those links as well on soulbrother.com. If social media is your thing, I got you. Look me up, Facebook, Twitter, the gram, whatever. Like, subscribe. Let me know how you're doing, what's on your mind, if I can help you, or if you just want to talk some good story. Always love to hear from you. But lastly, y'all, please always remember that life is a gift from above. So stay so full, so real, and so ready. Blessings. This is the Soul Brother.